0: Hey, good afternoon. Monday, December 7th, 2020. Hope you're doing well. I'm pretty irritated. Things have been, let's just say, annoying the last few days. I don't I don't know what the courts are for. I don't know why a judge wants to be a judge. If they're too worried about even seeing evidence, really looking at it, and then mentioning their concerns about judging in favor of Trump, because of one reason or the other, meaning the reaction or, well, it doesn't have anything to do with the Electoral College or won't affect it, it's a joke. Um, We've known it's good that Trump has appointed almost 400 judges, federal judges. Well, I'm not seeing how good it has been. I'm not seeing a whole lot of constitutional originalists weighing in at the state or federal level, certainly. And, you know, most of these cases are just getting tossed one after another, on their way to the Supreme Court, allegedly, or a state Supreme Court. I don't think they're far enough along in some of these, at least as they want to be by December 7th. I mean, now we're getting close to December 14th and we're hearing from Trump's team and from Sidney Powell. Well, December 14th or December 8th doesn't matter. December 8th being tomorrow. I guess that's like a deadline really for contesting the election before electors get sent next Monday. And that's supposed to be it. Um, Here's the deal we're over a month out and we're just screaming. I'm I'm sorry. Let's be real. I mean, all this evidence, we'll talk about it. We can keep talking about evidence and it's real and I'm not doubting it. Nobody who matters is really listening. I'm at the point now where unless Trump has some Trump card that we don't know about. And if you talk to these Q nutcases, right, these guys, I'm sorry, they're getting old, right? The QAnon guys, the the deep state superstars who claim to know that there's this master plan for everything, it's probably involving the matrix if you talk to them long enough. They're going to tell you that Trump has this thing all set up and he's been trapping them from day one and he's just about to unleash his master plan, right? It's the whole just wait, trust the plan. I don't, okay? I don't trust anything I can't see or understand. At this point, we've had plenty of time to get an idea of, of what Trump might be doing or what Bill Barr might be doing. All we've seen is Bill Barr really do nothing. We hear about an FBI instance where they've asked for some information. It's uh, Unless this is the greatest game of 4D chess ever played, we are getting our asses kicked, right? We just are. And we're getting our asses kicked because one, we got cheated. We didn't see it coming. And then we expected the other side to be surprised when we sued and fought it. They were ready too. Let's, let's be smart here, let's just be real about this. If you're gonna cheat, you're probably gonna prepare for the opposition to do something about it. And going through the courts and going the legal way is probably the most hilarious thing these scumbags have seen or experienced in their entire lives. They are laughing at us. I can stomach it, I go to Twitter and see. They think this is the funniest thing. Elias and all these attorneys for the left These extreme deep state guys from the Clinton campaign, super duper leftist lawyers, they are laughing it up. They think this is hysterical. They love running out the clock on us. They love getting all these cases tossed out on technicalities. It's easy for them. They've got allies all over the place in these circuit courts, in these appeals courts. So poor Giuliani and his team are going about this as if it's 1782, as if it's 1910 as if the Constitution really mattered a damn. And I'm starting to think it doesn't. I think the Constitution matters if. If what? If the decision is easy, if the decision is palatable by the masses, if the decision doesn't upset one side too much, or at least the left too much. I think the Supreme Court's just fine and dandy with upsetting our side. And I'm sorry, but we're down to like one case to really change the tide. And that's the Pennsylvania case going to the Supreme Court right now. They're looking at it. Alito has asked them, the other justices, to be ready to rule on this. And he's asked both sides to have everything submitted by, I believe, tomorrow morning. Yeah, the 8th, it was the 9th and he moved it up. So this is the Pennsylvania case where Mark Kelly and Sean Parnell have on paper a solid complaint, a constitutional case throwing out universal mail-in ballots in Pennsylvania because they passed this Article 77 last year. That is a 180 against the Constitution. It's against Pennsylvania state legislature and what they'd established before. They can't do that. They needed to amend what they had before and they passed this law establishing new processes for mail-in balloting and it's it's not legal, right? Okay, here's the problem. If the Supreme Court rules in favor of Parnell and Kelly and the Republicans, mail-in balloting as it stands in Pennsylvania was a no-go. So that's, I think, a couple million votes tossed or they do another election. Here's the smart thing they've got going. I say they, the left. They've run this so late that the justices are looking at this and seeing nothing else from any other state that's measurable, right? No ruling, nothing. No vote from any state legislature, nothing. So are these guys gonna go out on a limb, the Supreme Court justices, and say, you know what? it's constitutional. We are going to remedy this and fix it. That was an unlawful article 77 and therefore those votes don't count. Yeah, let's step aside from what is right and what we think is gonna happen. I don't, not after what I've seen in the last few weeks in the last month is nothing but cowardice from the bench all over the country. And all of a sudden these nine, at least five of them are gonna stand up and stand for the constitution. All of a sudden they should, They are the supreme court, right? It is the best. It has the most, like a supreme pizza. It is supreme. They should be supremely for the Constitution. I don't buy it. I'm not anticipating it. How much do we have to lose to all of a sudden think, this is the one, this is the one? Because guess what? Every day we have cases getting tossed. They're not cutting it. Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood have not won anything. Okay, Nothing. Now, they speak a big game. They're big talkers. Lynn Wood's all over the place, right? He's all over Twitter, loves to give a speech, loves to give a rally. Big deal, dude. You got to win. Results matter. And he's not. And now he's pitting Republicans against each other. And I lean towards Lynn Wood, okay? I don't think this Senate runoff on January 5th matters a damn. That's right. It doesn't matter, meaning our vote doesn't matter. Georgians voting for the Republican in that election voting for Purdue or Loeffler are wasting their time. Okay. They got away with this so big and they're already harvesting ballots now. And that mealy mouth secretary of state is supposedly investigating Stacey Abrams group for what they're doing right now. Nothing's going to happen. And here's why nothing at all might happen because you racist, that's what they've got. They'll drop that on our heads forever until we really fight back and show some sand. Maybe it starts in the Supreme court. Because we've got all this evidence. So why, why, Arthur, would this not work out? Why can't we make a case? Because if this happens, if any votes are thrown out, the person who has anything to do with it is racist. And even Republican judges, even conservative judges, are scared to death of even the lowest form of human being, even the biggest jerk on the planet, indicating that he or she might be a racist. They're afraid of that. Some of you probably are too. Here's the reason this is anonymous. Because God forbid I disagree with the algorithm and the program, the woke crowd is set up for us. So I can't be identified if I do that publicly, not anywhere. If I do, I could lose my job and my livelihood because I don't agree with the right people. And that's the problem we have here. The wrong people are suing for justice. If this was 180 degrees, I guarantee you we would be way ahead of where we are now, meaning the other side would be there would be forensic audits, audits complete on the Dominion machines. There would be signature match ballot counting done by now. I, I believe one state legislature, if it were in Democrat control and the situation reversed, would have taken a resolution right now to take control of their electors already. would have happened a week and a half ago because they would have been doing it for the correct kind of justice, right? The social justice, the woke justice, which is communist now, which is extreme left and has no tolerance for anyone unless they agree with everything they say. Look at AOC, right? That's evil incarnate. She's a bartender. She's a dimwit. She doesn't know her arse from a hole in the ground, yet now she is the social creator, the engineer of all things Democrat. She's got more power than Nancy Pelosi. That's who's guiding them. If there was any moronic version on the right, trying to set policy and set the tone for Republicans... They'd be laughed out of the universe. They wouldn't exist. That person would cease to politically or socially exist if they were that stupid. But she's protected by the social justice of the woke regime. And that's what she's got going. And that's what they have going for them. And these judges that are throwing cases out do not want to touch it. Case in point, Monday, Arizona, tremendous, I'm sorry, Nevada, tremendous case. Judge in Carson City had all the evidence together, tossed it. He never even looked at it. Now he's an Obama appointee. So now they're going to have to go to the Nevada Supreme Court. It's going to be the same thing. They've got 40 votes, 40,000 ballots in question. I mean, duplicate voting. People that don't live there and haven't lived there for months voting. It's cheating. People are assigning ballots and putting these mail-in votes for somebody who is, who's registered and hadn't shown up yet. This happened all over the place. But they don't want to care. I'm sure deep down these judges think there might be something there they don't want to dig. They're afraid to find it because if they judge in favor of Trump's team, in favor of Powell, in favor of Lynn Wood or anyone, the Amistad Project, who, I mean, these guys are working their tails off. They're the ones that got a hold of that truck driver, right, with the post office. They're now filing another suit in Pennsylvania. God love them. They're going to probably lose, right? They could walk people in who testified to doing the cheating themselves, who testified to running multiple ballots through thousands of times themselves, and these judges will probably toss it out because they don't care about you, they don't care about me, they don't care about our justice, and they don't care about the Constitution. We have to come to grips with that. We're going down a road where this isn't going to be easy, and I'm sorry, I doubt it's legal by the current legal terms. How are we going to fight this When they are cheating and they don't care about the rules and we are playing by the rules. We're going to lose every time, just like we're going to lose on January 5th in the Georgia Senate if something doesn't change. I mean, we're going to walk our happy asses in there. Georgian's going to go in there and put a ballot through a Dominion machine. Are you kidding me? Stacey Abrams' jolly giant ass is laughing at you the whole time you stand in line and waste your life voting in that election. That woman is cracking up, okay? She is cracking up. I don't like being laughed at. So if we're dumb enough to do what Brian Kemp, that governor, says to do and go vote, and we're dumb enough to fall for the Secretary of State and all of that nonsense out there and go vote as it is, as of today, if you're in Georgia, you're crazy if you go vote, if you take any time to do it. And today was the last day to register. And if you didn't, I don't blame you. I'm sorry. I really am. I I, I don't blame you. I'm sorry to the people that are like, we got to do this. The country hangs in the balance. Hey, people, we lost. We didn't just lose a battle with Trump. And yeah, we're fighting to save it, but we lost bigger than that. Okay, it's it's not something we can put together in the next couple weeks and fix for another election in the same system, with the same machines, with the same people. Ruby Freeman, the woman that was caught on tape, sneaking boxes out from under a covered table at... What, 11 at night to illegally count ballots? I bet that woman's there counting and doing it again in January. She don't give a damn. Okay? She was on Facebook and Instagram after she got nailed. Where's she? Where's her lawyers having to defend her? Where's anything? Has she been interviewed by anyone? Of course, I think some Georgia state investigator went by. We've seen the video. And there's more. There's USB card passing... All kinds of shady nonsense going on there. Guess what? If you accuse her publicly of doing something wrong and you're an official of any kind, you racist. They know that card. We know Ruby's got that card ready. So does her daughter. That whole family's working there. You think that will be the first time they have dropped that card on someone's head? When someone dares to disagree with them or point out that they did something wrong? Now, maybe she didn't do something wrong, but man, I think there's a 99% chance that she did cheat. And we know for sure she counted ballots without an observer, without a bipartisan group of observers. They waited till they were gone. They made the announcement. Now there's a Georgia State investigator saying no such announcement was made. We have sworn affidavit after affidavit plus the video. It all lines up. They kicked him out. They waited for the press to leave and then they kept counting. And if you look at the video close, I think the cheat was running ballots through multiple times they can do that on some of these machines so the ballots might actually have been legal but they might have been that woman's secret stash for the late night multiple ballot counting and there's some interesting things she's put on facebook i think she's well a part of this and she knows it and she's gone silent guess what she's protected she's got sister stacy on board how dare you these prosecutors don't want to touch this. Not if, it's not, gonna, not if it's not part of a bigger problem. They don't want to march and waddle Ruby and her, her family in front of a court and deal with that. Not if it doesn't go anywhere big. Not if it actually is going to impact anything. And no one wants to listen. No one who matters does. It's all just us yelling at each other for the last three or four weeks. Evidence after evidence. We've got legislature everywhere. Republicans stepping up. Victim. Mastriana. Mastriano, Lucido in Michigan, these guys are trying. But unfortunately, they're not the ones in the the leadership of the House or the state Senates. And those people do not want to touch it. The governors, (laughs) no way. They don't want to call special sessions. They want to run out the clock. They don't want Trump to win. There are way more never-Trumpers out there than we could have imagined. And now we're seeing them, right? They're up against the wall a little bit, and they're buckling. They don't want to touch it because they've accepted Joe Biden. They've accepted defeat because for decades, Republicans were excellent at accepting defeat. I think a lot of these guys love being the minority party. And they love to be like John McCain, the maverick, right? Oh, he's so great. He goes against the grain. I mean, watch. Maybe Dan Crenshaw is going to be the next one. You watch. These guys are going to fold like lawn chairs. Romney did years ago. And if you look at his dad, he's done similar things in his political life. I believe to Goldwater. These guys, the Romneys and people like that will turn as soon as the heat gets up a little bit. They're not there for you. And these guys buckled. But, hey, what are they going to do? They can't make these courts change. And so I don't know what, what we can get. Because we had another case in Georgia, Sidney Powell, today, just wanting to do an audit, a forensic audit of the Dominion machines. And the judge said, you had a case, you could have done this months ago. Now, here's this damn latches type crap. We talked about this, where they say, oh, why didn't you come sooner? Dude, nobody cheated. We didn't know. Why can't someone say that in court? We didn't have damages yet. I didn't get punched yet, so I can't sue them for assault. I mean, this is like Minority Report, right, where we've got to have some kind of pre-crime or pre-civil action universe where we can see that the crime is committed, then go back in time and say, hey, we want to prosecute. That cheat, that election cheating, that election fraud that's going to happen on November 3rd. That's apparently what we have to do like Tom Cruise in the movie and in like the book. Where we got to know, we got to have these beings, these shaved head, you know, sorcerers floating in water that are going to tell us that they're going to cheat on the election. That Stacey Abrams is going to wall across and get all her team to cheat. We got to know that. We got to see that on video before it happens. And then we might have a case. What do you think happens a few months ago when they come forward and they say, hey, we want to look at these machines? We think they're capable of cheating. The judge would have said, you don't have a case. You don't have damages. This is just what the Pennsylvania Supreme Court did a couple weeks ago. When the case was appealed there after already being supported by a judge saying Parnell and Kelly had a constitutional case, and they said, oh, you waited till the the election. You should have brought it up when Article 77 was passed. Nonsense. This is nonsense. You can't try someone for murder until they commit it. And this is the same thing. This was a crime. This is illegal. We have damages. The American people have damages, and we're supposed to do this ahead of time and see it coming and then expect a court to do something to somebody because of the promise or the possibility of a crime? This is unreal. This is a tragedy in the justice system because this is a couple times now where we're having judges say, well, you didn't bring it at the right time. I mean, who doesn't see there an, at least a decent reason for someone to look at these dominion systems, based on what Colonel Garber, the info war expert, has prosecuted, what st- statisticians have shared? That the the evidence is there, at least the strong indication, which is all you need in a civil case. This isn't beyond a reasonable doubt. No one's no one. We're not bringing any up. We're not prosecuting charges. No one's arraigned. My God. But no, this judge in Georgia won't even let us look at the systems. Now, luckily, we got we got a couple needle threads that we're going to pray for. And folks, it's prayer time. I wouldn't bet on it. Sorry. Unless you want to take a little bit of money and make a lot. Because in Michigan, supposedly, and I'm skeptical of it all, because every time we take a step forward, these sons of bitches take two steps back and hide. And they got the courts protecting them. And so in Michigan, apparently, we're looking at 22 systems. And I think it's in Antrim County. I think the only reason the judge was able to rule in Trump's team's favor to say, "Okay, go look at 22 Dominion systems and do a forensic audit, right? Getting into the code. the only reason is Antrim County is where they had that 6,000 vote switch from Trump to Biden. They called it a glitch. Then it was human error. That looks shady. And that's what began the deeper look at Dominion. Oh, judge in Georgia who said we could have done this months ago. You idiot, we didn't know. Because we were stupid enough to think this country cared about our voice. We thought justice for all was actually a thing. Guess what, folks? It's not. And I don't want to say what probably needs to happen in mass down the road for us, people who believe in the Constitution and believe one person, one vote. I don't want to say right now what we're probably going to have to do where it's going to go. And it's not going to be anytime soon. People are going to have to get punched in the face and stepped on more than we already had in 2020. Because you've had this draconian environment dropped on your heads like a giant piano starting back in April. And if you live in certain parts of the country, California, you keep getting more pianos dropped on your head. While these elitists, the royal elite, go out and dine and laugh and say, let them eat cake and shut you down and shut down your loved one's businesses... Shut down their livelihoods, tell them they can't eat at restaurants while they do it. While they drive just outside of the county and party without a mask and celebrate and laugh at you. All the while, you dummies, we dummies, we think, well, at least we can vote them out. (laughs) There's no way. This is Maduro. This is Hitler. This is Chavez. This is Castro. This is absolute monarchy dictator power that these people wield. And they built a a larger wall and a larger castle than I ever imagined. That's the only benefit out of the last month is we've seen that. We've seen what they've built. We know what we're up against. And going to the judges, going to the courts, angle work, not that they're in on it. Some are. Some are partisan. Lots are partisan. They don't want to tower. They don't want to climb those walls by themselves. No judge wants to go out on their own right now and say, oh, that election was wrong in my state, based on the evidence. I don't think there is enough evidence on the planet in the history of the universe that will ever help one judge in any of these cases overturn a vote. I really don't, because they'll be racist. They'll be sexist, they'll be bigots, but mostly they'll be racist. I mean, already teachers unions, who, by the way, are getting to be one of the worst actors in the country as far as ideology I mean, they were already bad, very far left. Now they're getting downright communist. Now they don't want to go to work. They're protesting. And of course, they're saying it's racist. Although the data shows that the poorer communities, the minority communities, are suffering more from lockdowns than anyone else. It's racist to try to get kids back in school. What do you think is happening with these poor kids in these poor neighborhoods when they don't have school? They don't have any accountability. Anyone structured to see during the day on a regular basis what do you think is happening who do you think is disenfranchised the TikTok superstar teacher that doesn't want to do her job or his job give me a break put a mask on and do your job i mean we're having to praise you guys year in year out how you do something that's above and beyond how there's nothing greater than a teacher i mean you get summers off and i think you get paid pretty well especially in this state but all of a sudden. You have a virus where we know now how to protect ourselves. We can distance. We can make it perfectly safe for you, and you don't want to do it. I think you've been doing your job, air quotes, too long in your pajamas and don't want to show up. I think you got lazy. And I think most of you, and I'll say most, I think over 50% were already lazy. I have family who were teachers. I know you. I know you sitting in the lounge, eating your many snacks, Chomping on your lunch, not liking your job. And you draft off the teachers that work their tail off that stay extra. And you let them represent you to the public. I know who you are. Walking in and having everybody coloring a few ditto sheets, as we used to call it. Saying you're some kind of future you know, builder. That I mean everything, and I don't get paid enough. You get paid enough in July? What are you doing in July while I'm working? So take it easy, hero. And we get pushed around by an invisible virus, by something that's taking a toll on people for sure. We're almost a year out and you still don't want to go back to work. Why? Because some cases are up? Do your job. But no, that's the culture now. We're we're racist because we want teachers to teach our kids. Because we pay them. Our tax dollars pay them. And they don't want to do it. They want to pretend to do their job from the other side of a screen with their hot cocoa and their Doritos. Get out of here. Do your job. It's time to show up. My God. My God. And so all over the country, we're seeing this cultural shift. We got people that are wielding this weapon or threatening that we are racist if we challenge them in any way. Doesn't matter what it is. They've built this into the woke culture. It's cancel culture all over again, and everybody's afraid of it. We all have to show some healthy fear of it. If we step out of line once, we're done. And the disagreeing with these people, even if you have data. I mean, here's the deal. You have all this evidence with the election cheating. You have all this data and you expect it to matter. These people don't give a damn about evidence in any argument. Just pick one. Anyone. Let's talk about, oh, I don't know, certain communities around the country that happen to be killing each other more than others. Why don't you, if you're not black, bring that up to somebody who is, especially in a blue state or blue city. See how that goes for you. But have all your evidence and data ready right, have the evidence of how tragic tragic, um, tragic, has been on the black family since the 60s. Look at the numbers of fatherless African-American homes. They're straight numbers. They're straight data. I bet that's brought up in a debate soon when they talk about cleaning up cities, right? When they ask, what can we do about our young black men who are getting killed? Well, first of all, fathers, and this goes for every every. Absent father, regardless of race, you need to raise your kids. And the data supports that. Every piece of data supports that a two parent home is better for a child than a one. Everything, every study, every bit of research, every paper, every discussion amongst honest people knows that a single parent home is not as good. It's tough for single parents. Most of them will tell you if the other parent's not involved well, what do you think is an epidemic in these black communities? That's it right there. Fatherless homes. Huge problem. They don't want to talk about it. And if you bring that up, you are racist. So what? We're going to bring data and evidence to this election discussion? Give me a break. They're not going to listen. And if it even hits home, we're racist. So that's where we are. It's that simple and that stupid. We are in an AOC, dimwit level competition right now evidence doesn't matter, data doesn't matter, it's emotions, it's my feelings. And if you don't go the way they want you to go, you're racist. Even though they they elected the oldest, whitest, probably most racist politician in the history of the Democrat Party, which is a really impressive thing to say, because they're the same people that were wearing pointy hats and burning crosses. That's right, the Democrats. So here's Joe Biden out there telling him, hey, you ain't black enough if you don't vote for me, or you ain't black. He said that on a black-owned, black-run, black-hosted radio show. And he won because they don't care. Because if you're on that side, you can say what you want, you can eat what you want, you can do what you want, and the virus is a joke to them behind closed doors. They are laughing at you. Just like that. Stacey Abrams is laughing at you when you line up to vote on January 5th. Ha, ha, ha. They don't care about the rules. They think we're funny for trying this in the courts. And you can tell by my attitude and where I'm at right now, I don't see this route working out for us. I don't see this pathway going Trump's way. I don't. Now, maybe in Michigan on these 22 systems that have been sitting idle for, I don't know, five weeks, do we really think those systems haven't been touched? Right now, as we speak, Trump's legal team is being allowed to run a forensic audit on those machines. And they said it would take a couple days and they started Sunday. So being Monday, maybe tomorrow, December 8th, Something comes out. What do you think is going to happen? What do you let Let's play this out. Let's say they find something big, and it's revealed, and it shows an algorithm that applied a twenty percent bump to Biden. They claim to have that on a machine in Georgia. Nothing's come of that. That was a random thing. I don't know what's going on there. But they said in Ware County, Georgia, a couple machines had a twenty-six percent basically factor in favor of Biden. 22 systems in Michigan. If they find something like that, what do you think happens? What do you think the other side's going to go, oh, you got us. You got us in Michigan. I don't know. Because then it's got to go back to court and then they're going to fight it. They're going to delay. And it's still going to require somebody to step up and do something that is going to be unpopular with the frightening woke cancel culture. And we know when things are unpopular with them, they have a total meltdown. Because I think Trump derangement syndrome, TDS, is a permanent illness now. It isn't going to go away with Trump. It's morphing into something greater, more blinding to them. It's beyond hate. And if you think they're going to stop cheating, they're going to stop clawing away desperately to defeat us at every turn, just because Donald Trump might not be president, you're crazy. We keep playing by the rules. We keep doing it this their way. We will keep losing and losing and losing. And they will keep running ballot after ballot, laughing and laughing as they volunteer and infiltrate these inner cities with giant population numbers. They will win every national election in our lives. I mean, for decades, if we don't change something. They will harvest ballots. They will multiple run ballots. They will double vote. You name it, they'll do it. And if they can get more Dominion system cheating, that's fine. But next time, I don't know if they'll even rely on it. They're going to learn from their mistakes, how they didn't cheat as well. They don't want to go through this every time. This is a pain. That's all it is for them. They're not afraid. They're not worried. They, I mean, like I said, they shouldn't underestimate Trump and Trump's fighting. His team's fighting, but I don't know. I, 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 I see it right now. You know, we're one week exactly to December 14th. And after that, things get real ugly if you think anything's going to change. Because once the Electoral College convenes, Biden is president on January 20th. Now, of course, that's over a month. But now the burden of evidence required is even greater. And what they're coming up with now is not cutting it. We're not seeing anything really physical. The video was, I think, CPR to the fight, to the fraud, um legal action. I think the Georgia video was a big deal, but you know, they had some half-assed fact checkers try to take it out that failed. Now they're just like, okay, fine. The state of Georgia is like, eh, okay. There's, no, there's still no special session. Georgians are begging for it. Republicans in the Georgia state house and Senate are begging for it. They need a special session to take control of the electors which is per the Constitution, if the state legislature would do it, they got to convene to do that. The governor needs to do that. Brian Kemp's not doing it. He doesn't want this happening on his watch. They just recertified today. So uh, if we're looking for where, where we've got crosshairs on a target and maybe we can score, I'll give you three things, two I've mentioned, one I haven't. Michigan Dominion Systems, showing massive algorithmic fraud, provable beyond a reasonable doubt. That's huge. That puts Dominion in doubt all over the place. And Dominion's already in doubt. But Sydney Powell can't get a case in Georgia, and she lost another one in Michigan day too. Arizona did some counting, looked at it. I don't know what, I'm waiting on word there if they're gonna allow Dominion, but we need something big. Michigan, we got a good shot there. If those machines were not completely bleach bitted to death and are empty when they walk in there. I was kind of nervous today because I figured we'd have heard that by now, right? If Trump's team goes in and does goes in to do a forensic audit, they plug in and it basically gives you the Apple sign in and asks you what language you want to speak, you kinda of know you're screwed and there's nothing there. I was expecting that. I was expecting it to be like a new iPad and be like, you know. Will come in when you open it you're like, oh, brand new iPad or crap. My iPad's empty. Depends on which way you experience that. I was worried they'd experience that with the Dominion system. So far, they haven't. I think we'd know. Um, number two, Pennsylvania Supreme Court. I mean, I'm sorry, U.S. Supreme Court, Pennsylvania. We've talked about it. That would be massive. That would create a blowback like no other. I'm not. I think the case is great. Sadly, I don't know if that matters. We'll see. We should know something this week, right? They want all of the um, all the documents, the arguments, the case, everything submitted by tomorrow morning. It's not like they're going to look at that the first time, right? All nine justices are familiarizing themselves with this. I don't know what happens after tomorrow morning. I mean, maybe they just toss it, right? They put us out of our misery quick. If they take the case, it's going to be an interesting one. Um, It looks like they did by my understanding, according to Mark Levin and people, they said they did and they don't want to get too ahead of themselves. But they think the fact that they took it means they're leaning towards it being unconstitutional. I don't know what the remedy actually is, what they will do to fix it. If they say that it's kind of automatic, means Article Seven is bye bye. And I don't think there's a law on the books in Pennsylvania that dictates universal mail in balloting as it went on November 3rd and before the weeks before. So it's a big one, at least they're looking at it. And then the third one is the longest shot, kind of laugh, maybe slightly tin foil option, which is Trump and the military. And if you want to affirm your excitement about this, and I know people who do, they're sending me links all the time. Some of them are interesting. There are lots of people out there, most of whom are not identified. They got tons of followers and have been correct about a few things before, but I'm skeptical to say the least. They're saying that Trump has had this set up all along. He has those servers from the company. I think I said Skydal, It's pronounced Seidel, right? The servers that Dominion ran using on election night in Frankfurt, Germany. They're claiming he has those. They're claiming he seemed confident at the rally. And they walked through. There was a Navy intel officer who wrote an article. It's extremely long and it's it definitely feels like reaching, but she did lay out how there's three parts of a mission and the sort of supported part that's not on the surface, right? Not a secret, but the main part of the mission has yet to be revealed. And it is, it's in line with the executive order I talked about from last year, actually from 2018, that gives Trump a great amount of power. He signed it himself if there's foreign interference in an election. There hasn't been a lot of talk about this Chinese purchase. I think it's been a few days since I talked about it. There's definitely some involvement with China in the parent company of Dominion. What that means, I don't know. But Trump's got that executive order and he hasn't done anything yet. And he did remove Mark Esper, the Secretary of Defense, and put in a hardcore special ops uh, level commander, high ranking, well thought of guy in Washington. Big Trump supporter is now the acting Secretary of Defense. So you got that. So you got the executive order, you got the secretary of defense, and you have Trump confidently last week doing that 46-minute speech, and he seems like—I mean, the way he—he's acting—it's—you—you he, can—it may be argued that he has something we don't know about, or something we think he might have, and that he actually has it and is planning on executing. And if I were doing that, I would wait. I would wait to see how the courts play out before I brought, you know, Operation. MAGA thunder, whatever he's going to call it. It would be fantastic because I'm sorry, we're at war. I don't even know if it's that cold. If it's cold right now, it's going to heat up, guys. I'm telling you. November 3rd was the most egregious, blatant act of war that's taken place on this soil since shots were fired to kick off our civil war or our revolution, right? Since Inc. hit the Declaration of Independence in 1776, That's big to be that bold, brazen, disgusting to steal an election. What else is it? I mean, you're basically less than half the country telling the rest of us pound sand. We don't care. Come and take it. We're going to have to. Um, I don't see this coming clean. I don't see this coming easy in the form of a document from a court that says, Here's the remedy. Here's what's going to fix based on the evidence we've seen. I don't know if we have people like that left on this planet or in this country. I mean, are there five Supreme Court justices that are going to rule based on the Constitution in Pennsylvania? And sure, people will get mad and they'll freak out at the Supreme Court. But frankly, it's the fault of the Pennsylvania elected officials and the Secretary of State and the governor who operated and ran an election on an illegal act. Can't do that. You just can't. Um, But we'll see. You know, maybe Trump has it. Maybe the Trump card has yet to be played. If you want to go look on Twitter, look on social media, look at the QBs. The Q guys are all fired up. But remember, the Qs are always talking about what's coming. I've kept my eye on them for a while. It's, oh, it's coming. Oh, man wait till we take them down wait till we take the down the the system right the um, the illuminati all this stuff yeah do i believe there is a deep state and a group of powerful extremely wealthy people that are running the show from from behind the scenes or i've always had great power greater than our elected officials of course i think trump completely scares them to death so of course i believe they exist and i believe they might have defeated trump because they knew they couldn't win if this election was in the hands of the people, they knew that they saw the rallies. They knew the polls were lies. They, they knew how good things were before Corona and they saw it coming back. So when Corona wasn't as big of an issue as they thought it would be for voters, it was split between the economy. That was a disaster for them. And so they went into operation on this and they went in heavier than they'd planned because I think they did it in 2016 too. I really do. I think they just knew they couldn't do as much. And I don't think they thought they needed it. They underestimated us then. They didn't this time. They were ready. And we're now in a position where we have to react unless Trump was truly prepared. That's something to pray for. We're going to know. We're going to know. And I hate underestimating him. I don't want to. But it just feels like a long shot. So do your best to keep the faith. Keep your eye on the news, but don't don't get absorbed by it. I'll give you the long strokes, the broad strokes as best I can. Um, I'll be back tomorrow night, probably tomorrow morning. There'll be some news, I'm sure. Right now it's Monday, so we're just kicking the week off. And I'll keep you posted again. Sorry for the delay. And, uh, you know, God bless you all. And, uh, you know, have a great evening. And we uh, we will talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in.